from the Bay Shore of New Jersey to the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. I'm pretty sure this is episode 364, and we're calling it, It's a Twofer. It's a Twofer. I wonder why it's up. So we got two games to preview. Motorcycles are back. So, Sweet. The gang's yeah. back, coming to collect. Yeah, motorcycle gangs love the Bay Shore. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a long time since we had some Red Bull games to preview, and this week we have two, which is fantastic. Well, if you have not figured out the title, um, we have nothing really to go back to because I believe we reviewed everything a couple of weeks ago. We did. Uh, but as always, we do start with your tweets, and we beg for some very shortly before this episode. So, uh, the first one, you know what? I'm going for it. I know it's off topic, but uh, and it's by Blue Mini Mike, and he says, "I don't care about your team." But please discuss AEW at Arthur Ashe Stadium. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I don't know if you heard that announcement, um, but that is going to be really, really cool. I think Arthur Ashe is now. Do they have a retractable roof now? I think they added that, it. I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure. And if they did, it kind of gives them that good, like, little leeway that they, if it's not going to rain, open, and if it's going to rain, close. You have the show either way. AEW's first show in New York. Ooh, so it's going to be a big deal and uh we're better than queens of course we're right across the street city field when new york mets play the first place new york mets are so what a perfect spot to be uh that's gonna be very cool a lot of those guys are new yorkers um yeah. so yeah i i it's gonna be a great show i can't wait to watch it yeah all i can say is that wrestling should have been at uh, rebel arena a long time ago AEW, not that trash ass WWE, but you know, not that I watch wrestling. I just know that AEW is better. So, oh yeah, yeah by far, uh, and mostly because so many Forza alumni were in AEW, which and it's just more and more every day, more and yeah. more going down there. Uh, then our next uh, uh, tweet was center back dilemma: play Edwards, Tack, or roll the div- the dice with Reyes, Duncan, and Tolkien as outside backs. Remember, we are facing Leo on their left. We don't know what's going to happen, right? Isn't yeah. this this is this team is should be called the New York Work in Progress? So who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Put Kenny Clark back there. We don't know. He's I mean, Einteric, I think. I mean, I will say, you know, we all expected the defense to completely shit the bed against Orlando our last game before the break, and they actually held strong. So, I mean, you know, who who the hell knows? Yeah, maybe. This uh, ragtag group might be the one to go, but uh, I'm not holding my breath. That's what all I will say to that. I, I think the plan is to put Tarek in the center back and then strap Caden Clark to his back facing the opposite way. So if anything gets past them, there's Caden Clark to somehow miraculously boot that ball in another direction away from goal. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, they just put a uh, scarecrow in a Red Bull jersey. And yes, at least the body. That would it. be awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, we, hey, wait, hold on. You might as well put a scarecrow in the goal, right? It'd be just the same yeah, as Cornell yeah. being back there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, uh, Marin, we know Cornell hasn't been that good, but we're going to put a scarecrow in. Because <laughs> fuck you for your loyalty. You know, yeah, that's all. All right. Well, our upcoming games, uh, we'll go for the first one first. Uh, it is against Nashville SV. It is tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on MSG if you can't get to the game. Uh, so this week, uh, Jay has not given has not given us predictions yet. I, I don't believe. think so. Yeah. Okay. So Jay, unfortunately, we will as soon as they come in, we'll be sure to t- uh, tweet them out. Uh, so, Truman, what are you expecting to happen against Nashville SC? I expect a win. 
Okay. Uh, Nashville is in the playoffs because they like to draw a lot. But I love the Red Bulls at home right now, and there's nothing to not love about them at home. They're playing really well. They beat Orlando. They've had a nice break. I'm hoping they're well-rested. Nashville's not a powerhouse. Should we just keep rolling the dice on 2 nothing wins? Let's just keep going. 2 nothing wins, 2 nothing wins. Um, I, I just like them. I, I should be, I'm hoping a good crowd, right? Capacity is opening even more. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday night. What else is going on? The Islanders won't be playing that night. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, I don't know. No, I mean, it's two different crowds. I don't think everyone's going to Barclays or going to Red Bulls games. But um, <laughs> Friday night, great reason to get out to the stadium and watch the game. Fill it up. Uh, first trip for Nashville to Red Bull Arena, or no? Am I wrong there? Uh, I could not. Jay would Google it right now. I don't have that patience. Well, the way, if it's maybe it's like the second time they've ever yeah. been. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I think Red Bull's offense sucks. I know Nashville's offense sucks, but I also know Nashville's defense is good. So I'm going to go with the real wacky prediction. I'm going with a nothing, nothing draw. Oh, wow. I, I, I am not expecting anything spectacular from this game. I, I, I just I, I hold little hope. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can get a number of fans to that stadium. Uh, should be that would be nice, at least to be a nice change of pace. One more step towards normalcy and uh, we will see what happens there. Uh, so our next game this week is. The New England Revolution, where the Rebels are away uh, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Uh, they, that game will also be on MSG. Last time they went to New England, they shit the bed. So <laughs> uh, this time around, do you see anything different, Truman? What do you predict? No, I don't. I don't predict anything because, again, it's, they're playing on a uh, short rest back up to New England where they don't do well. I had faith in them last time. No faith this time. I will definitely not be at this game because it'll be pretty much kicking off by the time I leave work. So unless I can teleport to Foxborough, I will not be there. Uh, how bad will it be? I don't think terrible. Um, I'll say like a one nothing loss here. Uh, I, their defense is playing not awful. Their goaltending is mostly awful. Um, but I think they can hang tough in this one. Just um, not hang well enough. All right. Well, I just want to say Jay literally just got into us, uh, and he says a 2-1 win over Nashville. He says a 3-1 loss in New England. Uh, me, I, I'm going to go with a 2-1 loss. Um, you know, I, I, maybe they'll get that consolation goal. Uh, other than that, I, again, still very little faith in the team, still very little faith that Gerhard Struber has figured it out with this ragtag bunch. And, um, yeah, it's really all I got to Say about that one. That's for sure. So uh, I guess not really any afterthoughts on these two games when you're going into it. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to the god-awful New England announcing again that Charlie Davis is a part of, and it's just, it's terrible. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's really bad. Terrible. Terrible. Ah, we got this guy scoring goals. Come on. Got a score. Yeah. Uh the New England accents there. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. It's, just, it's totally spot on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right, well, that brings us to our Red Bull 2 review and preview. So last night, the Red Bull 2 beat Charlotte uh, yesterday with a 3-1 win, and their next game is Friday, June 25th with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Gotham FC had a game that I do not believe we covered. Truman's on top of that. Correct, yeah. They beat the Orlando Reign at home 1-0. What did we talk about, I think, before this game happened? Was... um that they play lights out defense. That is the team that plays lights out defense. They're, they're unbelievable on day. Uh, and they just continue to keep proving it. So I, you don't need to score a lot of goals when you're not giving up a lot of goals, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's, that, that's the trick. Um, and I think their next game is going to be, well, it's going to be a little while from now. It's uh, June 20th against Orlando in Orlando, I believe. Um, but I have, I don't know. I have faith in this team. Just, just keep winning one, nothing games. There you go. Very interesting. Um, that really brings us into the dumping ground, which uh, our first step, and we were actually going to bring it to the U.S. Uh, women's national team shortly, which relates to the, what we just talked about. But first, I think we have to discuss the new U.S. jersey, which the women debuted last night against <laughs> Nigeria. And holy shit, what a fucking awful jersey. I mean, I warmed up to the bomb pop. I remember everybody hated the bomb pop when it came out, and I mm-hmm. warmed up to it. I do not see myself warming up to this one. I just, ugh. Ugh. Do you like zigzags? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> that's what this jersey is. It's all about the zigzags. I mean, I feel like there were like teams at the 94 World Cup that had jerseys this hideous. I mean, I feel like we're, that's what we're going back to. This is, this is the Zubaz jersey. That's <laughs> yes, what this is. is. Yes, it it's is. It's the fucking Zubaz jersey. Zubaz jersey is actually. I would kill for that. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I own a pair of New York Giants Zubaz pants. Comfortable as hell. But uh, I mean, I, I I wear them ironically and understand they're hideous. You know. Yeah. I'm not paying ninety dollars to wear something ironically. I'm telling you that right now. I, but this is the technically the away jersey, so how many times are we actually going to see it? It's the real question. The funny thing is, I think it's even the alternate jersey, I believe is what I read. Mm. So it's like the third jersey. Uh, but still, I mean, come on. You know, can't you put a, a little more effort into the, the alternate jersey? And I feel like other alternate jerseys eventually became like the away jersey, you know? Yep. I mean, this thing is fucking terrible. Like, please, everybody out there, do not buy this thing. <laughs> Go away as fast as possible. Don't give it credit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do not spend money on this fucking thing. Even if you're a collector, just protest. It's terrible. (laughs) Don't buy it. Please. Okay? (sighs) So, uh, U.S. women's national teams have played a couple friendlies. Uh, I only really want to go back to the last one last night, uh, last night where they played Nigeria. They... Uh, one, two to nothing, but it, it was certainly a struggle against a much lower ranked opponent. Um, definitely some shenanigans by Nigeria. Like, I think the wind caused the goalkeeper to go uh, crumple down and injury a few times. Um, but, you know, that that is a team. The U.S. women should beat handedly. I mean, when you come into the, with the Olympics right around the corner, I don't know. Is that where you? Uh, where's me a little bit? maybe they're just kind of getting their footing going again. You know, that that's what you kind of hope for. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a team you should roll over, but maybe it's just one of those things that they're just kind of getting back together, getting back to the swing of things. And now they knock the rust off in national play. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, 
they're a dominant team. I, I'm not too worried. I'd be worried if there was like several results in a row like this. So I, there's definitely no need to panic right now. Um, mm-hmm. You'll see the next couple games, I think, is when the, the improvement will come and they start playing like a cohesive unit again. No, I certainly hope so. I mean, I do feel like they went into a bit of a lull. Uh, I believe it was probably the 2015, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, 2016 Olympics. I believe it was 2016, and they just kind of crashed and burned the quarterfinals there. Um, I mean, they certainly won. That, that. I mean, don't get me wrong. That failure was bookended by two World Cups. So, I mean, what the hell can you really say? But uh, I don't know. The performance, uh, I don't know if they need new blood. I mean, there were certainly some out there. Um, but it, it did worry me a little bit. Uh, but, hey, ultimately, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, we have something to enjoy. Uh, this upcoming World Cup. Um, I think we'll be okay. I yeah. think we're going to be all right. All right. So next up, the U.S. men's national team's qualifying schedule has come out. Um, they are, with the teams just finished up their last round of qualifiers. Uh, one thing i got to say, as a Canadian, uh, you know, as someone with Canadian history, ancestry, Canada is back in the final rounds of the World Cup qualifiers for a long time. I both love and hate that because I just feel like they're the upset special type of team that could give the uh, U.S. a little bit more frustration. But uh, the USA's World Cup fixtures, uh, qualifying fixtures are September 2nd, away at El Salvador, home against Canada, September 8th against Honduras, away. Not the best uh, way to open winnable games, but still tough matchups. October 7th, against home against Jamaica. October 10th, away against Panama. October 13th, home against Costa Rica. November TBD, home against Mexico. November TBD, home against, or away against Jamaica. January 27th, home against El Salvador. January 30th, away at Canada. February 2nd, home against Honduras. March 24th, away at Mexico. March 27th, home against Panama. And March 30th, away at Costa Rica. Uh... That la- the opening and final stretch, not the most ideal games, uh, but hopefully the U.S. will have the points they need by that point to get into World Cup qual- uh, get into the 2022 World Cup. Because uh, after missing three years ago, we certainly want to get back into it. That's for sure. Can't wait to see Mexico Mexico again after their amazing performance off the field in Denver. I mean, their oh, fans, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, we, right? We didn't get the touch on that. It's it's been a while, it's, you know. We it's played, true. Like, we, we don't have to bring it up again, but that was really just a pathetic display by their fans. I, I was wondering if we we're going to bring that up. I mean, just the whole game in general. I mean, one, the, I, you know, I, I think in terms of the value of that game for the U.S. national team, I don't think it was so much winning the Nations League because, but come on, we all admit it. Before that game that night, we all did not give a shit about the Nations League. No. I, mean, I, I I went into that game thinking, eh, if we lose, whatever, that sucks. But I mean, just perform well. Uh, I literally turned it on because it was the only thing on at that point. Yeah, yeah, that, that was it, and that was just going in extra time. So, yeah, but I mean, what I will say for the value for the United United States men's national team is that hey, look, they banded together, they beat Mexico, yeah. mm-hmm. and a game that Mexico clearly wanted to win, and that's just a confidence boost. Where when it comes right down to it, it's so like, hey, we can do this. And that that is the value of that game primarily. But yes, when you go back to talk about the fans, I mean it was just a disgusting, absolutely disgusting display of uh, you know, some fans there at Mexico. I don't want to I mean it was 
I don't want to say it was all. I'm absolutely not going to say that because I've actually been to USA-Mexico games, and I actually love them. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I, and I generally had good, fun banter with Mexico fans at Mexico-USA games. Um, you know, but so I do want to say it was the few, but it was a large minority that really ruined many aspects of that game. There's no question about that. You uh, hit your own player in the head. Yeah, that, that I don't want to say it was. I mean, it's wrong to say that was the quote unquote best part, but it was like you you act like such douchebags that after hitting Reina in the head, you hit your own player in the head. Yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, the one thing I will say about the game is that picture of. Pulisic clearly going to the Mexico fans and ripping off the jersey and pretty much giving the proverbial middle finger. Ah. <laughs> Choice. Ah. So we say, mwah. Yeah, ah, mwah. Exactly. <laughs> ah, it was just a thing of fucking beauty. And let's just hope Pulisic can do it again in a far bigger stage. That'd be, yeah. ah, That'd love be great. It. All right. Uh, <laughs> last thing about dumping ground is. Former Liverpool manager Rafa Benitez is uh, is it still rumored or is it official? Is now going to Everton in I, Liverpool. I, uh, I don't think it's official, but as in the notes, Pat sees it as Rafa the traitor because that's what he is. <laughs> you can go anywhere you want, buddy. You can go to Newcastle. That's fine. You can go Barcelona. You know wherever you want to go. I don't. I don't care. But you, come on, come on. You don't go from red to blue. <laughs> you just you just don't do it, man. You don't do it. I mean, I guess he just feels he has carte blanche because he won them a Champions League, and now he thinks they'll just be happy at anything. But <sighs> traitorous. This is very traitorous right here. It's, it's just a movie don't make. I mean, I guess he just wants to keep on losing. That's fine. Uh, I say that even though last season was, was a debacle. But um, Rafa, what are you thinking, man? You're just you're just upsetting a lot of people right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, isn't it like the friendliest rivalry in sports because aren't there stadiums like a hundred yards from each other? Pretty much, yeah. It's a, like a it's like literally a park of away from each other. Yeah. So I mean, I you know, so I I don't know. I guess not, I mean, I think it'd be worse if like Jurgen Klopp went to Everton. That that that, that yes. would be yes, a hundred percent. That, 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 I think, is more. Because like, Rafa Benitez, I mean, he didn't win a Champions League or a league, so. Well, he won a Champions League with Liverpool. Oh, really? Uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm so, I'm so oh, happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was Okay, so he did that. All right, never mind. And he won a, um, he won a, um, FA Cup. Yeah, okay. I mean, not a, not a special, but still, I mean, it, you know. FA, FA Cup and League Cup, I know people, like, get all, like, up in arms about them in Europe, but, but fuck that. It's like the Open Cup here. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just the, the other two titles. Those are the ones that matter. People show up for that final, though, for the FA Cup. I know People they do. do. not show up for the Open Cup here. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, like, seven titles. It doesn't... Ah, so, uh, all right, well, that brings us to our uh, betting corner here this week, which uh, I should look up before I do anything. All right, so let's go MLS. Uh, I mean, I suppose I could also bet Euro, but you know, uh, I'll go, I'll stick with MLS. All right, so here we go. This week, I'm going to go with the Real Salt Lake over Vancouver Whitecaps. I am going to go with uh, 
Should have done this ahead of time. Probably. Yeah, FC Dallas over uh, Minnesota United, Austin FC over San Jose Earthquakes, and that is my three-team parlay for the week. Austin FC in their home opener, yes? Uh, yeah, Austin FC, yeah, against San Jose, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which, by the way, the women's game was at the Austin FC Stadium yesterday. It was very, uh, looked quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, Columbus is favorite over Chicago. Maybe Chicago's ass, but Columbus is kind of... Been a big letdown this year, so uh, I and they that logo it's killed them. Yeah, they, they, they sucked the life right out of them. Yeah, that freakazoid logo. All right, well that brings us finally to our terrible team of the week. I'm hoping it's a Euro team because we actually really not touched upon the Euros tonight. So it is not a Euro team, and I'm glad you didn't mention it because I had I just had a sneaky suspicion you were going to mention something when you brought up Canada. So let's bring up the other team, Haiti. And there's only one reason I'm bringing this game up, and you know why. Mm. It is the worst own goal in the history of mankind. <laughs> That's it. If you haven't seen it, go Google it. You will. I mean, it looks like they were shaving points or something. That's how bad it was. It, it was. It was like someone from the mob was was looking at the goalkeeper, and he accidentally booted the ball into his own net because that it was rough. So, I mean, there you go, Haiti. Good God. <laughs> I, we don't expect a lot out of you. But, I mean, that's Ooh. like that's like third-grader stuff right there. Yeah. yeah, it's... I mean, now I almost want to go back. I remember there was a friendly against Germany, the U.S., where the German goalkeeper had a terrible own goal. And I'm almost... I want to compare the two. I mean, that was... Oof. Oof. Yeah. Brutal. It's like you forgot how to play soccer for a second there. Brutal. Ugh. Also, the Euros, real quick. I mean, I, I'm working when they're playing, but I mean, yeah, same. It's it's tough to get into them, especially because I don't, I don't know. It's still not. They don't have the full stadiums. You know, you don't have those seas of colors which you love to see in the Euros. Depends the on the country. Orange, a sea of white. You know, whatever it is. It depends on it, the country it, right now. Yeah, I, I think I, you, I think Hungary was uh, packed to the, packed to the brim, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, not every game. It, it, that that's what makes the Euros so exciting. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I really, I, I don't know. It's hard. I, it's Euros twenty twenty. <laughs> I know, honestly, right? Euro that's my favorite part. It's Euro twenty twenty. It's like the Olympics are twenty twenty one. Yeah. I mean, the games I watched so far have been fun. I mean, you know, I, I do like the Euro. I've watched a little mm-hmm. bit of the uh, uh, Copa America as well, which, by the way, Christian Caseras is playing in. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm rooting for Scotland, obviously. I mean, they didn't get their points against uh, Czech Republic, so in other words, they're fucked. But, (laughs) you know, what are you going to do? But, yeah, it's it's been a fun watch every game I've kind of tuned into. Uh, Germany, France was as good as expected. I I will say that much. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but I'm with you. I mean, it sucks. I'm pretty sure I was an Uber driver four years ago or five years ago at this point for the last year or so. I could watch more games, so... But, uh, you know, I do enjoy these tournaments, and it's kind of fun. And, and if the Euros has seriously taught you anything, is that everyone should learn CPR. Mm-mm. That's all I'm going to say. We don't have to get into the whole thing about what happened on the field. I mean, a lot of people saw it. Yeah. Take a CPR training class. You, yeah. you literally could save someone's life. Yeah. No, in all seriousness. And it's, you know, uh, as demonstrated on the field. Yeah, it's, it's truly is, I mean, thank God that 
you know, Christian Erickson uh, is no is you know recovering or yep. recovered. I, I, I you know I don't know, but that that is truly a scary moment, no question. But I guess yeah, well, let's not get into it too deep. But hey, Christian Erickson, even Rebel rant. Not that you're ever going to listen to this show with you too. Yeah, sign sign up, take classes. I'm sure you can find free first aid classes, free CPR classes. Do it, man. It's it's worth it. On that note, yeah, let's just end sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. No, no life loss. It's not sad. He's alive. It's it's not that sad. You know, he he did survive. He was his life was saved. So, in other words, that is that that is good news. So, (laughs) we will uh, wrap this up. Uh, You can find us on. Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can download the show, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, SoundCloud, Napster, Kazaa, all those good places. LimeWire. You can get LimeWire. You can give us that money on uh, Patreon. Uh, their Twitter accounts are at Rebel Rant, at The Truman, at Dr. Stooge. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Last words before we get out of here. I expect this team to be as mediocre as ever, and that means winning one and losing one. <laughs> so that being said, win one, win one, <laughs> win one, win at least one. Yeah, why not? Even though that would put me behind the the uh, prediction standards. All right, well, to wrap this up, this has been episode three sixty four of the Rebel Rant. Thank you as always for tuning in. I'm Pat McDonald, and for Dr. Suge and the Truman, uh, we will see you later, and enjoy. Bye-bye. We never like an arrow.